This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. All right, Bill. All right. All right. Come in. Where you been? Oh, rounding about, you know. Yeah. No, it's special. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what, well, you been down Bearwood? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I looked in down there. Uh, yeah. What, the little nibble? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Have you seen anybody down there? Any, any mutual friends or acquaintances or anything down there? No, not really. There was no one no about No one down no. there? No one. Yeah. What were we all talking about when I came in? What, you mean just now? Yeah, just as I walked in. Well, just, you know, just different things really, you know. Um, nothing specific, you know. No? No. Nothing special. One normal, no, no central thing, no. Yeah? No. You weren't talking about me, were you? About you? Yeah, me. No, honestly, I, no. Uh, I don't know where you got that idea from. Are you sure? Ah, oh, look, you know, we we talked about different things, but, you know, we never mentioned you, honestly. Yeah. No, you don't have to worry about that, Bill. Oh, no, sorry. No, no, your name wasn't mentioned. I know what you were all talking about. Oh, you do? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I then. Come on, tell me. Tell you what, Bill. What, what, tell what you do you like? Who? You know. Who? Who like? You know what I mean. I know what you mean, but... What she like What she like Well you know the kind of people that put
You know the newly wealthy peasants, you know, with your home bars, and, you know, the high fives and all that stuff. You know, yeah. you know how to use words like fabulous, you know, sick, where every sentence they spit out. You know? Yeah. Well, I really like these snowflakes. You don't. Thank you. 
Uh, good evening, this is uh, Totally Vine on Fresh FM and that was Dex's Midnight Runners. And this is what she's like. And it's 1985. Mm-hmm. Isn't that good, Jack? Yes, it is. Is 1985 a good is, year? Is it? Uh, why are you asking me? I wouldn't know. You wouldn't. You weren't even born. I in. didn't. Yeah, I didn't even live through 1985. No, you didn't. No, but you've, you've been reading about 1985, so. Yes, I have. You've got a rough idea of what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything? Anything? Any little taste you can give us? I guess I'll start with the Live Aid concerts. They really oh, ramped yeah, up in yeah. 1985. We talked about that last year in 1984, didn't we? Yeah. yeah Band Aid, and then it became yeah. Live Aid. Yeah. Live Aid. Yes. Uh, these concerts were held during July of 1985, and they were to raise funds for famine relief in Ethiopia and also in other countries as well. It uh, The concerts attracted hundreds of thousands of people and um, they satellite connected to it so it was shown yeah. on TV as well and apparently one billion people in total saw the Live Aid concerts which was fantastic. And the kind of simultaneous thing with America as well with people over there doing stuff as well. Mm, yeah. Is that right? Well yeah, now Americans could, could be involved in it too. Uh, Queen performed at one of the Wait, Queen's British. Didn't someone perform at one? Madonna. And Madonna. Fly over and perform at the other one or something. Madonna, Bob Dylan, right. Lionel Richie, I believe he's a that American. Was, that was a different thing, wasn't it? I think maybe. I don't know. Mm. They, did, well, they did. They did a song, but they did their their version of. So so, the band they did, you know, a help feed the feed the world. It was called. Don't you know it's Christmas? Don't you know it's Christmas? And then the Americans did We Are the World or something. I oh yeah, that's how it, I, like, I think that's how it went. Maybe yeah. that was the next year or the year after. I can't remember. We are the world. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then they had Farm Aid. Uh, you heard of that? No, I uh, haven't. Maybe that's next year. I shouldn't spoil it for anyone because Farm Aid was really something. Uh, oh, okay. Like, because farm farmers needed help, you know, right. in America, mm. not in Africa. Okay. <laughs> I don't know for sure. <laughs> All right. So it was a pretty big thing, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and lo- watched by lots of people. For music, yes. Mm, yeah, thank you, Jack. Um, we'll have some more about 985 shortly. So, so last year we didn't play a song that was released by Bruce Springsteen, which you have a lot to say about, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll play this version instead. <laughs> Send me off to some foreign land to go 
the yellow man Cause I was born in the USA Born in the USA Born in the USA Born in the USA Stanley Clark and his orchestra uh, and their version of Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. At least you can dance to that one, can't you? Yeah, that was surprisingly good. Yeah, I quite like it. Yeah. Um, so so we didn't play it last year, 1984, mm-hmm. probably because I didn't have time or something because we were here. I don't know. I can't remember. So, yeah. so it's now a, a kind of anthem of fist-pumping patriots, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's what Born uh, in the USA became... Um, appropriated as which is interesting because it's actually a very um critical song of america's um treatment of its vietnam war vet- veterans in particular yeah. and of its As culture military and patri- policy and those kinds yeah, of things. Militarism yeah militarism and yeah. all that yeah um 
It's funny, isn't it? And then it got praised by Reagan saying, oh, this, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, he's one of America's own, and yeah. this is a great song. Well, he's a patriot, Bruce Springsteen, I think. I of mean, course he, he is, yes. Country and, and then that's, you know. But he but obviously, obviously didn't like his song being misinterpreted. No. Though I do have to say, when you make your chorus so catchy and so yes. uplifting. Yes. It's going to happen. Are you going to get? Yeah. Do you have the right to get angry when people will misunderstand the song because they don't understand perhaps the irony or sarcasm of the situation? Should you always expect to be understood when you've um, released something that's supposed to be, you know, um, sardonic and or ironic, people, yeah, or, or ironic, right, yeah. and then people oh, don't nice. pick up on it? Yeah, you've got no right to be angry, really. Yes, that's the problem with something that is yeah. particularly ironical, if you're sat- satirical in nature. If people misunderstand it and then think that's exactly what you're saying, yeah. then I don't think you can always. Well, particularly be if you're frustrated. if you're kind of hard rocking kind of, you know that kind of that kind of performer as well, whose, whose audience is probably oh yeah that kind of thing. But if if Stanley Clark just released that version and we didn't hear Bruce Springsteen's, then probably people would get get it probably, wouldn't they? Maybe. Perhaps not such a, a fist-pumping kind of yeah. I think know, dance, wave your lighters in the air kind of anthem is it really? Yeah, maybe da- the dancing would get the yeah sort of I don't know. But that was also a really catchy song too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that wouldn't have worked either. We should make catchy songs, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to 1985. Let's go forward. Tell us some more about 1985. Well, uh, in another well, okay, so. In April of 1985, Coca-Cola introduced New Coke. New Coke? Yes, New Coke. What was it called? Uh, New Coke. That was what it was called. And the new above it. Yes, so Coca-Cola decided that um, they wanted just to uh, change the original formula of their 99-year-old soft drink. Right. And... um, they created a sweet version of the a sweeter version of the drink because <laughs> it needed more sugar. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's not sweet enough, is it really? I and then I, when I when I drink coke, I like to add sugar, don't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fans of the brand protested in an overwhelmingly, um, in in, ov- in in an right. overwhelming backlash, and um, they didn't like the taste. No, they didn't. It's too sweet. Which is funny because they created the sweeter version because they did uh, taste tests in uh-huh. you know um, controlled groups and yes. they thought oh yes this yes. will perform well because our ta- what could go wrong with our controlled taste test groups and they should stick mm. I mean the reason people drink coke is because it's addictive isn't it I'm sure there must be something in it that makes people cr- crave it or go back to it or something I don't know um, it's the like cola taste yeah. paired with the sugar oh, I think it's just I, a really I, I, tasty I thing Cola as a you know treat as it's got this like really nice sort of um I don't know what you call it um I haven't drunk it for a long time but I'm t- I'm talking yeah. about the taste of cola yeah oh, oh, there's cola, cola ice cream cola itself yes yes it's got cola cubes little cola cubes that you, you sell mm. I like all the sweets that were good yeah yeah so 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 new cola didn't work nope and they got rid of they scrubbed the new off and went back to the old one uh yeah. And the, then the brand that had worked for nice nine years, and they're still very big selling. Yeah, and they still oh. sell the same product basically. All right. Well, thank you for that, Jack. Uh, this is an appropriate track. Uh, it's called "Make No Se- Makes No Sense at All." Mm-hmm. 
that was Huskadoo and makes no sense at all which it didn't did it really New Coke no it didn't no sense no. at all anyway uh, we've been talking about it whilst that was playing haven't we yeah. about how well, why change a, a spanner when the spanner has worked for yeah a new improved spanner mm. with extra grip or something uh-huh. or or a spanner that does other things uh-huh. like makes, makes a cup of tea as well or something I don't know a cup of tea why do they, I mean why do they change anything well to improve it to make more money that's the idea to make more money but also to improve it yeah yeah anyway tricky but obviously we know we know not to make coke sweeter mm. yeah my grandmother when, when, when I was a kid and she used to have the bo- a bottle of lemonade in her house and um, and when we turn up she wouldn't drink it all week and then we, we'd go around once a week because we had to we yeah. were obliged to you know um, and she'd open it and it would never go it never fizz at all and she used to pour it into glasses and then add some sugar because <laughs> it would then kind of fizz okay and everyone would think oh it's, it's fizzy lemonade again but actually she was just add, adding <laughs> adding to her, her dental costs later mm. in life you know probably so th- there was already sugar in the drink <laughs> probably I would think so oh. it was lemonade yeah mm. um, from a supermarket yeah and then she'd add sugar just to make it go fizzy. from the supermarket not, yeah. not homemade no 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 from a supermarket yeah huh oh that's a bit odd yeah, but it would go flat after a while, doesn't it? Yeah, it if does, it but it adding sugar doesn't do anything to make it fizzier. Well, it fizzes it initially. It yeah. kind of goes and, and kind of fizzes up. So little okay. children think, oh, it's fizzy lemonade. Yeah. And oh. then after like 30 seconds, it's flat again. Yeah. But extra sweet. Mm. Anyway, tell us more about 1985. I'm rambling. So something that happened in the United States was the removal of Route 66 from the United States highway system. Really? Everyone has heard of Route 66. It's um, been removed? Yeah, got removed, yeah. I, didn't, I really didn't know that. I yes. thought it still existed. No, it didn't. That's why people talk about Route 66 falling into repair, disrepair. and uh-huh. um, So Route 66 was one of the first highways created in the United States. It was established in 1926. And um, it became just really, really popular because it was the highway that spa- went from Chicago, Illinois, to Santa Monica, California. Uh-huh. It was the Western Highway, yes. you know, the Wild West, and you could sort of experience it, this winding sort of beautiful road, and lots of towns were built along Route 66. It got immortalized in um, film, song, literature, television, yes. because it was just so beloved. Yes. Um, Most people want to drive it because of the song, probably, or just because it's... Oh yeah, yeah and then it's just so iconic. Isn't oh it? yeah, all the you, you know all the place now. All the songs you know. talking about it then just yeah. made it more popular. Yes, um, it travelled through. Um, well, unfortunately, what happened was that it fell into disrepair. Disrepair as it was replaced by the interstate system, this other highway system sure. that mm-hmm. was designed to be more efficient and yeah. to directly connect cities to each other. Route sixty six didn't go through. I, I don't think it went through major cities. It went through its own sort of... Um, well, lots of small towns. Lots of small it? towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the interstate system was extremely bad for Route 66. And during June of 1985, um, Route 66 was officially removed from the United States highway system. Uh-huh. In fact, actually, one film that perfectly captures what the disrepair of Route 66 was like was the film Cars, the Pixar film. Yeah, the, <laughs> the kids' film, yeah. Don't you remember? <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember? I, I that was one big part of the film. I never used to watch it. Really. When um, like <coughs> Lightning McQueen, like the, the red race car goes How to. How can you remember these things? I was a kid. I watched these films. Yeah, I know, but I've watched 
I can't remember what I watched last I remember week. this part of the film because it was like the only emotional part of the film right that actually seemed sad like he would go to he, like what, gonna what happened you're going like, to cry now are you no of course about not it. I'm, no. I'm just wondering so he's got he's got that bulldozer friend isn't he or some kind of crane yeah or like this yeah. crane friend and yeah. then I think one well actually I think it's the really old rusted up mayor sort of car that tells Lightning McQueen the story of Route 66 and he tells it like mm. how oh yes this town this town used to be connected Route 66 and then you saw this montage of the interstate highway system being built and then the town gets forgotten and ev- everywhere in the town is now in a state of disrepair and it's yes. actually a sad moment for the film right and I was just thinking hmm Pixar so, really cared about Route 66 that much and wanted to show it in a kids film yeah and a, a metaphor for the, the old America that has disappeared and how modern modern life isn't yeah. so great after all maybe well it's People he's get a, left he's a behind. Fast flash with, car, isn't he? With, pro- with, I guess what we'd see as progress, people can get left behind as well. That's right, they can. Mm. Just look at cell phones. Yes, everyone's get left behind. All the old people got left behind, didn't they? Uh, yeah. All the young people got you know straight into them, and old people are still struggling to, you know. I don't think that's like as direct as. Not true, I know, but yeah. Replacing, because I mean, old people still have other forms of communication. <laughs> It's not like they only had to be... No, they can write letters, can't they? Yeah. I'd I'm an old person, I just want to say that. I'm not being rude about anyone except mm-hmm. my own generation. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Jack. Um, so have we finished about Route 66? So I fell in disrepair and didn't get fixed. Well, it got removed from the United States Highway System, so... Right. It must still exist as a road. Uh, removed from the system, but it's probably still there's probably still a road you can drive down. Yeah, it perhaps. might be bumpy or something now. But yeah, it's not maintained, I'd imagine. No, no. All right. Okay, thank you, Jack. So two weeks ago, we played a, a, a song by a band called This Mortal Coil, which had Liz Fraser singing, and she's the singer from the Cocteau Twins. And then last week, we played the Cocteau Twins, which had her singing. And this week, this is a band called Felt, which also has uh, Liz Fraser singing. She's getting everywhere.
of svelte and primitive painters. Uh, so Russia had a new leader. Yes, they do. His name is Mikhail Gorbachev. Mm. And he has replaced Konstantin Chokhinov as Soviet leader. In March of 1985, he became leader after the death of Konstantin um, of Chernenko. So Gorbachev became a transformative figure in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, because, well, he changed the policies of the Soviet Union to go against what they had been for roughly 45 years or 40 years um, of antagonism with America and mm-hmm. instead a, um, just a warming of relations between the two countries. Yeah. By um, And he did this because he realized that the communist system was crumbling underneath him. And he thought, okay, well, the, the economy is not going well. Um, we have terrible you know, pollution in our country and uh, our economy is only like the size of California. Mm. So we have to you know, make some policy reforms that aren't communist kind of like what um, Tito did with um, Yugoslavia where he um, privatised parts of the economy and then it actually helped yeah. improve the country uh, So this, this is going to start Russia on a, a, a road of complete reform isn't it really? It, and, what, it was intended to do so you know, Don't like spoil it for anyone but you know mm-hmm. And well yeah, to spoil it uh, it's in t- it was intended to actually keep the Soviet Union together Yeah Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah, the reforms worked yeah. too well, yeah. and uh, so it Union collapsed. Yes, uh, which is a bit odd, I think. It's, it was also in a very. It I was mean, an ending to the Cold War that nobody could have seen, I think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess you can never never know what's going to happen with your thoughts and policies and designs if you're running a country. But yeah, um, you know, you try something because it's not things aren't working, and actually, you know, things change in a mm. different way, don't they? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I wonder what you think of Russia now. What? I wonder what he'd think of Russia now. Uh, Mikhail. It's hard to say, actually. You'd probably think this is much better. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Well, you know, I think um, Russia has improved in many ways, but they fell back on certain yes. things where yeah. other Eastern European countries have um, surpassed yeah. the Russians in certain freedoms and rights. For, so, for some, for some areas, there still seems to be a Soviet Union, doesn't there? Yes, but I think this is just the effect of Russia, because Russia is a big country, yes. and naturally, big countries have cultural influence over smaller countries around them, uh, and and political and more than yes. that. Sometimes and this is just a natural result of having a large population country next to smaller population countries. Yes. It's the same with Germany. Germany exerts cultural influence over the rest of Europe. It's just a natural thing that happens, and then right. the only country but that can really combat them on the main- mainland in terms, or you know, rival them on the mainland is France. Mm. And then you but know, but recently when there were there was there's been you know, well apart from the fact that Russia might invade Ukraine any moment um, right now uh, mm-hmm. when there was when there was uh, disorder on the streets of a country I can't, was it Turkmenistan or Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan Kazakhstan could be one of the, one of those countries uh-huh. excuse me for not following the news but um, but Russian Russian military were involved in in that weren't they yes you know. So and they still have a they're the best uh, country to be able to help out former Soviet countries. Yeah, yeah. Well, and when it comes to help out, well, how will, will they help out? Because I think s- <laughs> some countries they do generally help them, and then others they some they just ro- rock on in and don't leave. Yeah, they rock in and occupy some territory <laughs> that they decided. Oh wait, that should have been part of Russia. Yes, in their own, in their own opinion. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. it must be hard to run such a big country, though, isn't it? 
I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, Russia is such a. I mean, you know, if anyone thinks Russia, Russia, even Russia is a united country. It's not really. I mean, if you go far to the east, you've got a very different cultural group to the the ones on the west. Yes, you? the I mean, Russians so are dominant in Russia, but yeah. there are lots and lots of ethnic groups in Russia, yeah. and you have to, you can't. Most people don't appreciate how diverse Russia is. No, probably not. So, so, so Gorbachev made some changes, and he he, he met with Reagan, didn't he? Mm, he did. And they, they had all these sorts of good things going on. Yeah, they met in Switzerland. Have you ever seen a picture of Gorbachev? Uh, I, I just know about the tattoo on the the birthmark on his forehead. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. Which I think I thought was really good, but obviously people took the Mickey a bit out of it. Oh, of course they did. You know, but I think that's good to show something that other people yeah, would I mean, want to hide w- up wear a wig or something I mean, just you on your head yeah exactly for the whole world to see yeah it's just a birthmark isn't it yeah no big deal exactly yeah true true all right uh, thank you jack uh, we'll have some more music this is new order and love vigilantes
New Order and uh, Love Villagen- Vi- Vigilantes, I can't talk this evening, uh, from 1985. Uh, this is totally right on Fresh FM. It was cold in the US, 1985. Yes, it was. Like unseasonably cold. Mm-hmm. It was the coldest winter of the 20th century for the eastern US. Uh, uh, a cold wave moved through um, the country, uh, the, the eastern seaboard, because of a polar vortex moving south. Yes. And, um, do, you know what, do you know what that is? I don't actually. No, me neither. <laughs> I'd really like to know what a polar vortex... It sounds like quite impressive, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, generally, vortex. North America is colder as a continent than Europe because they have a massive land mass yeah. above them. Yeah, that's right. Which is basically all of Canada. Yes. And the uh, cold air can travel very easily down there. But when you have a sea separating your continent from the Arctic, mm. it um, moves and the way it moves it just gets warmer right and it's not as cold right that's why Europe is much is more is that why we don't, they don't get polar vortexes in in Europe then uh, yeah it's like I think the reason why um, I think Paris and uh, Toronto are like on the same uh, long latitude uh, yet Toronto gets loads of snow yeah Toronto gets snow every year and Paris doesn't Paris gets light Beautiful yeah, snow on the occasion. That's right, just a flurry. Yeah, yeah, mm. which you can enjoy. You can enjoy the flurry of snow, but when you get it, when it's four foot and it's like up against your front door, and you know you have to mm. shovel shovel it from your your driveway yeah. to get your car out and stuff, it's not really enjoyable. Yep, New York and uh, Milan are on the same latitude. Oh really? Yeah, are they? Milan's a completely different climate. I don't think Milan gets much snow. Oh yeah, barely any. You you could see it though from the Alps. Yeah, but that, I mean, if you're higher up, you're going to get snow, aren't you? But yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I think the eastern seaboard of the USA is having a very bad snowstorm right now. I, s- I saw it on the news. I oh think. yeah. I don't know if I it's caused by a polar vortex or yeah, not. Yeah, um, I, I could believe caused that. By something Toronto else. got uh, really bad snowstorms uh, a few weeks back. Did it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm. I'm glad. You know, if anyone's listening from New York, which they're not, probably. Uh-huh. You know, I hope you're keeping warm. Because they're probably not keeping warm. Because mm. it was about, th- it must have been 30 degrees here today, mustn't it? Oh, yeah. In in Nelson. Yep. No, no Nelson just gets warm weather all the time. <laughs> if you if you want to see Jack, he's just put his hu- hands behind his head mm-hmm. in the kind of very smug kind of, you know, I've been warm all day kind of, yep. you know, cat-like way, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say, he's got a beanie on, even though it's 30 degrees. Mm. Yeah, we, we get hot spells rather than cold spells. That's exactly right. Mm. You're quite right. Yeah, I'll be yeah. lucky. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been totally wired, as I said on Fresh FM, and this has been 1985. We're going to be back in 1985 next week. If you want to come along and listen, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Uh, we're going to end with the Smiths, and uh, I hope everyone's finished eating their tea because this is uh, the song "Meat Is Murder." Good night. Good night.
thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.